Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you for your grace upon our lives. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you will do. Father, we say, let your name be glorified in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that you would exalt yourself again. Amen. Let's have our sin God bless all in Jesus' name. Um, just before we go, our, I'm not sure it's next week, as, as I said, which is great. Bless God for that. Then the week after, we will be back to, to the school. And, um, you know, we are looking forward to it. The school has provided us a little more facilities, different, a little more facilities, so there will be other things that we'll have access to. Which is which is making our return exciting and a lot of um, a lot of space to do a lot of things. Um, a lot of space to do a lot of things. Um, so God will grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So we may not. I'm not sure yet. We may not be asking for people's name, but it is important that when you come in, you would have to register your name because there is still the system going on with this track and trace. So basically, if there is. Um, there is, God forbid, if there is someone that is affected, we can. We are bound by law to make sure everybody who was around that person does that. Um, I know we don't do it, but there's Jack and Trace at the door there <laughs> that you're supposed to scan before you come in. But we being lovely Nigerians, we will want to pass it. So, so you will have that system in place. And of course, we would be we would be um, taking we would be considering COVID restrictions. I.e., if I'm not too far from you, I would have to use my mask and things like that. Um, so God would God would help us all in Jesus' name. Um, as we go into the announcement, we spoke last week about the offering, about the offering and things like that. And you know, at times it is not. It is not only the, you know, at times when you are preparing a dish for somebody, you know, there are, you know, there's a friend of mine that when I want to go shopping and I want to buy something for him, I struggle to be able to buy something for him because the way I see that person is a bit higher than, you know, do you get what I'm trying And it's, it's always a challenge. Most of the time I don't buy things in my life because I struggle to find what, what I can buy. Well, not that I can't find things. But you go, she's what more than this, X, Y, Z. Chicken on terms. So what you are buying is not is not the no shoes. Like you know, it doesn't really matter. Just it, it doesn't really matter. I think about I struggle. I struggle as a person. You get what I'm trying to say is that what you are buying, at times you know, and I have friends that you know. So so as we as you bring as we bring offering before God, as we appear before God, it is important that you know who you are appearing before. And at times, see, 
what we are going to talk about today is not new to us. In every generation since inception, God has always been trying to introduce himself to his people, not even outside, to his people. When the church, before the church was about to start, I and Anna went to, uh, you know, to Latin Kings, and we were in Norway, and a prophetess was there, and she called me that, and I was sitting next to me, and, and she said, said, the church is about to start. He said, but this is going to be your assignment. He said, your assignment is to introduce me to my people. And you know, I was like, I thought I was supposed to introduce people to the world. No, no, I said, you need to tell my people why. And when you begin to see prophecies come out of the church, then we know more often God saying, I'm sending you to churches, I'm sending you to this, I'm sending you to that. You get on that, you know, people have the assumption that, you know, it's, it, it, it is not that we know, I know better, but God is saying, you know, as I'm telling you certain things, I want you to, so I am also a learner, just as you are a learner. Does that make sense? So why I'm saying this is that we will begin to, you will begin to see, a, 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 you know, I want, I don't know if I could call this a balance. So, you know, and the title is, Hello, I am God. Hello, I am God. Now, you would see from inception, I will go to, we'll go to different scenarios. God has always had the struggle to introduce himself to his people. Even Jesus, when he was with his disciples, they have been, they are, they are so insane. He's done miracles. He's done great things. But when they saw him at my transfiguration, they were like, is this the person we've been dealing with? Because Peter said, please bring a tent for Moses, Elijah, and you. He has forgotten about himself. Why? Because the day you have, the more a revelation of who God is, the less you forget about yourself. So, so you know, when they began to see, he had an account, and this is the same man that he has been dealing with. Now, so as we begin to do it is important. As we look, you know, Paul was advising Timothy. He said, first, sorry, second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. He said, be diligent to present yourself approved to God. We can say a lot of things there, and I'm not really going into that. Because, because he did not say approved by God. He said approved to God. So then he said, a worker that is not ashamed, rightly divided. Please note that if he says rightly divided, that means you can wrongly divide the word of God. Please, he's not talking to a man that is not anointed of God. He's saying now that he says, you have to be diligent. So that means that it takes proper study, knowing to be able to divide rightly, or else you divide wrong. So God grant us grace as we begin to try to look at, you know, this introducing God, you know, as we God, and God helps us introduce himself to us. You know, Jesus would say, you know, there is a perception of God that Jesus tries to highlight to us at different occasions. 
you would see that in, in John chapter 20, verse 17, I've alighted the part there. Jesus said, I, I am ascending to my father, and to, uh, to my father, your father, and to my God, your God. Please, is it why, why did he not use father and God in the same in the same sentence? Sorry, why did he have is he repeating himself? He's basically bringing a notion for you to know that. God is your father, but he has a responsibility as God. At times, Christians, we, we forget the aspects that we are dealing with God. And we say, no, he's my father. He understands me. Jesus was never, he was never blinded by it. You will, that's why you will see him when he's talking at times about God. He would say, he would talk about God, he would talk about God rather than Father. At times he will use Lord. Because every moment he's using those, those statements, it means different things. You are talking about the same person, but it means different things. So when Jesus was telling this woman, I am going to your father, your father, my God, and your God, he wasn't just repeating the same word. And you will see again, that's why when you go to Matthew chapter 16, Jesus was telling his disciples, he said, who do you say that I am? Because, and if you look at it, after that, that was when Jesus said, on this foundation will I build my church. So, if you, he said, and the gate of hell will not prevail. For you not to be prevailed over, it is important that you have a perfect understanding of who God is. You know, I have this lovely picture of Prince Philip and Queen, you know, and it's 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 romantic, you know. They are both in love. However, when you also see the same Queen, now this is the Queen of England. Yeah, they were be joking at each other here, but you know, she he cannot walk up to that place and hug her because the same woman is kissing. Now, this is Prince Philip kneeling down before his wife when she was crowned the Queen of England. If he doesn't know the difference, he will end up in prison with love. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? I was listening to, um, you know, there's a, um, a video that I've forgotten his name, this military man. I was talking about MKO and things and things like that. And he was trying to, well, he wasn't defending Abacha, but he said, you know, everybody has opinions about him, but he did, Abacha did not get to that point. Somebody pushed him, that's what he was saying, that you know, there are some people that pushed him to that point. So, but why, why they, I'm not even talking about that. There was one thing, scenario he said, he said, Babangida and, which is the truth, Babangida and Abiola were very close friends. So, there was a day when, when, they, um, they said he came into, they invited him to the, uh, um, to the presidential villa, and so they were, so Abiola just, so uh, they were already in the room when Babangida um, walked in, and Abiola just slapped him at the back, ah, Ogaba, uh, things like that, and Babangida laughed, but there was one of the soldiers said, how dare you talk see see like that? So they literally tackled him physically.
Charlie Takude. Say was about to say, no, you can't do this. This man is an gentleman in Yoruba land. He doesn't understand. So what I'm trying to say is that, and you know, he understood. You know, it was. You see, there was, and this is the God. At times, you want to separate it in those dimensions, but see, it's important as we begin to look at this. You know, Psalm forty-seven, verse seven and eight. I mean, the KJV or the NKJ version. He says, "For the Lord is King of all the heads." Now, he first of all introduced God. He now said, sing praises with understanding. That means you can be singing before God and lack understanding. So he said, hey, 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 excuse me, this is the God you are, you are talking to. So when you are singing, sing praises with understanding. He said, God reigns over the nation. He is seated on his throne, on his holy throne. You know, Isaiah says, and this is just, you know, I'm just going to, Isaiah says something here, which is, which is quite interesting. He says, he says, Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13, he says, the Lord says, these people come near to me. Now, this is a scripture that we normally read, but I'm not sure you, you have read it in this, so we would, we would read it properly. He said, these people come near me with their mouths, and they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. Why are they doing it? He said, their worship of me is based on many human rules. So the problem why they are worshiping God is not because of that. See, at times people say, you know, people are this one is a hypocrite. No, that is not the issue. That is not what the Bible is saying. He said their worship is taught by men. Let us now look at another translation. I want you to know what the Bible means by worship. Let's go ESV. It says. It says, their fear of me, the way they fear me, is taught by what they think or what human beings tell them I am. That is why when they come before me, they are not... See, when he said that their heart is far away from me, I will get there. He's not talking about that, you know. Um, he's talking about that. You are, you are not afraid that you are standing before me. Please. We will get there. We are not talking about, you know, at times, you know, people have, you know, we've, we've, we've separated, you know, the Bible says we, have, we don't have a spirit of fear. That spirit of fear is the demonic spirit of fear. The same Bible Jesus said to us, he said, fear the one that can kill the flesh. And that's what, but now we say, I know, you know, you, you don't worship God in fear. Which scripture? But we quote scriptures, that's what I said, aside from the fact that people are dividing scripture wrongly. And it is important. Why is it important? Because in Psalms, I'm reading a lot of scriptures today, in Psalms 34, verse 11, he said, Call my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. So the fear of the Lord is taught. I am not saying, please don't get me wrong. At times, that is what our parents are trying to teach us when they say, kneel down when you pray. I'm not saying you have to, please do. But I'm just saying the impulse behind it is to let you see that you are, you are, you are bringing yourself low 
purpose in the name of Jesus Christ. Psalms, again, 89, 6-7. The Bible says, for he who is in heaven, who, for who is in heaven that can be compared to the Lord, who among the sons of the mighty can be likened to him. God is greatly to be feared. Now, it did not say in the public. In the assembly of those who say they are Christians. Say God is to be feared in the assembly of the Christians, of the saints. The other key to pleasure will tell you angels. So, we're getting there, you know, so you see, in Hebrews, Hebrews, Paul began to talk about, in Hebrews, Paul began to talk about, uh, chapter 12, Paul began to talk about, you know, in those days, when they come before the mountain, which they do things, God strikes them down. He said, but you have not come to that mountain yet. He said, you have not come to that mountain. So, basically, what he's saying that, you may not be seeing fire on the mountain, if you read one, sorry, I didn't have that, but verse 22 says, but you have not come to that place. But he now went on in that same chapter to verse 28, 28, and he said, therefore, since we have received the kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us serve God acceptably. So that means there is a way that God doesn't accept. He said, with reverence and godly fear. Why? Our God is a consuming fire. And then people say, ah, my God is a consuming fire. And they use it for enemies. <laughs> but this one is not addressing enemies. It's addressing us. I know that this is not the kind of, you know, and that's why we're trying, trying to, I'll get to the part where we put balance to it. But it is. And there's a reason why God would say to people, understand me in these two capacities of why. Don't just say, you know, he's a loving God. He's a loving God, yet he sent people to hell. And at times, because the church is, the body of Christ is, is trying to play, and you begin, you know, that we, 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 is, we struggle as a human being to be able to put the two together. So, you know, and you begin to see it now as we look further. Psalm 2, verse 11. Now, this is balance. The Bible says, serve the Lord with fear. Celebrate. So that means, it, it's not saying that you cannot be free. But he's saying in your freedom. Now, the problem is that when we are talking about God, we say, we talk about the part of celebration. And we say, we talk about the part of uh, saying, no, no you, can't, you have to be free. Do anyhow, before God. God is helping us. God help us in Jesus' name. Now, let's look again. I'm just trying, let's go to the New Testament. Uh, the gospel. He says, then the church throughout Judea. And Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was threatened. See how they were living. Living in the fear of the Lord. And look at what they said, encouraged by the Holy Spirit. Another pastor will tell you, comforted. So at times the problem is that we think because the Holy Spirit is comforting you, you cannot live in fear. That's what we, we try to. 
We try to separate and say, no, no, how can you be enjoying? How can you be enjoying and be living in fear? No, because you have not studied the scriptures to understand that the fear that God is not a demonic fear. But you need to fear him. Because Jesus himself said it. He said, fear the one that can kill for the soul of the flesh. Psalm 55 verse 7. I'm just trying to put the balance to you. That see, all these things of, you know, you can, I can, I can love God. God loves me. And there is no fear in that relationship. The Bible says here yeah, again, the Bible says, but as for me, I will come into the house, into, into the house, multitude, in the multitude of your mercy. The NIV will tell you, in the multitude of his love. In fear of you. So, God is merciful, but again, I know with a natural mind, it's difficult to comprehend the two. And that is why the balance is not there. You know, God is merciful. He understands. But let that mercy be sure that you are strong. You are. Don't take advantage of it. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, if you want to understand the treasure of God, how God, see, the secret of God, Isaiah tells us, Isaiah chapter 33, verse 5 to 6, said, the Lord is exalted and dwells on the high. In, in, he, he will fill Zion with his justice and righteousness. The Bible says that it would be the sure foundation of your time. Riches of um, a rich store of salvation and wisdom. Please note that the Bible keeps attaching wisdom to the knowledge of God. Sorry, to the fear of God. To the fear of God. You know? And as we as we continue to, you know, as we continue to look at this, the Bible says it says here, uh, it says the fear of the Lord is the key to his treasure. That is why <laughs> see, the access to the depth of God is found in his fear. Is found in his fear. Now we will go back to that. Let's just uh, the, the next. Uh, we've read this before. Isaiah, that we read, twenty nine thirteen. The Bible says, "The fear, the fear of me, is by is by the commandment. So the commandment talks by me. <laughs> See, it is important that you are not blinded." I remember one day, I will never forget, we were doing worship in uni. 
we must have been close to about 200 or so in that place. So we were worshiping. We were doing worship. And you know, everybody was raising up their hand and that and that. And the worship was moving from one level to another. Then I had my eyes closed. Then I had I had something clearly in my spirit, in my mind. What I had was, see, those kind of things you never miss it. He said, I, I had God say to myself, He said, Before your great great grandfather was born, I was alive. How dare you stand before me when they're watching me? As I wanted to prostrate on the floor, I opened my eyes. Everybody in that auditorium was facing the ground. You have started worship of, um, you know, oh, Father, we love you. So it gets to a point, as you are getting closer to his girl, I would have said, how dare you stand before me? As I prostrated, everybody was worshipping. All of a sudden, the worship had to be stopped immediately. Why? There was a boy at the back playing the game. And as the leaders, as, as God gave us grace, and the leaders in that, in that in grace, you could pick that there was a danger in the way. That boy would is standing on the path of danger. And the best thing to do is to cut off the worship and everybody returns back to our level. Because as you approach certain levels with God, there are certain things you will not infer. God help us in Jesus' name. See, when we got married, my, my wife, you know, we have uh, struggled a little bit around these things. Oh, you know, we both were both learning. And at times when she would feel bad about certain things, you know, when we were worshiping then, she would feel bad about certain things. And you know, she would be crying on the right. And I would say, she said, you don't I say, ah, I understand you. I love you. But he's up. See, anybody who has ever spoken to me, except if you're in ministry, I need to tell you, I still do this. I hope God gives you understanding. You don't flout, you don't break his house and expect him. He will come for yours. Guaranteed. See, all this. <laughs> Somebody approached me one day, then, before the church started, so I wasn't a pastor. I said, ah! The way you are doing things, your home will break. I said, ah, <laughs> I said, because you lack understanding. That is to refer to a particular story. I'm not, I'm not going to details of it, but, you know, there was an event that happened in Sulele then, you know, where they were still, and the faculty well came in and gave our people, gave our people a pass, and they said, please just quickly leave now. See, It is important. Let's just look at it. See, let's 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 
Job chapter, let's look at Job. I'll give you two scenarios. Job in the scriptures. Job said, he said, then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is nobody like him on earth. He said, he said, he is blameless and upright. A man who fears God. This is God talking. Now, something began to happen. Later, and I will show you that. Job began to see that, you know, I and God are in this, and we are at this about this. Then God began to say, excuse me, time out. You are not with. See, this is God's CV about Job. Now let's go on to Job 42 before I show you what led to that conversation. Now, this is Job talking. You said, you said, listen, and I will speak. I will question you, and you will answer me. This is God talking to you. I'll question you. said, my ears have heard of you. That's Job saying. My ears have heard of you. Now I have seen you. Therefore, say, he said, I have been hearing about you, God. Now I have, I, and now, <laughs> it is now clear who you are. This is the same man that God has been saying is worshipping me. So the Bible says, therefore, because of that, I despise myself and I repent. Repent of what? The Bible says that he was an upright man. Repent does not mean that he repents. I am rethinking. I have, you know, re that's why the Bible says, Ronu Paiwada. See, if you repent without thinking, you have not repented. You will do it again. That is why you have to ruin me. Somebody say, ah, you're a sinner. Ask for forgiveness. God, I forgive you. I ask for forgiveness of my sins. You, <laughs> you have just, I don't know what you have done. <laughs> but your Bible will say, oh, it's in So, oh, you're a pie Sorry for those who cannot understand English. Google it. God help us in Jesus' name. Um, think. Yeah, if you have heard. Hallelujah. We have Nigerian certificates. Hallelujah. So, it got to a point. So, he said, now, please look at. He said, therefore, this is Job talking. I repent in the dust and, and hush. Let's go on, please. Verse 7. I read the NLT. He said, after the Lord has speak, finished speaking to Job, he now he said to, to his friends, I am angry with you and two and, and and your two friends. For you have not spoken accurately. Please notice where we started from. You cannot, you may not divide the word accurately. He said, You have not spoken of me. So that means that your balance of who you think I am is wrong. So the earliest verse we read, let's go back, please. The earlier verse we read, he said, God was saying, Listen to me, I will speak, I will question you. Now let us see how God 
began to question Job. Job said to me, you know, you know, Job was like saying, God, you know what, what, what's going on? What's going on? See, my life is in a mess. What's going on? I'm serving you. Oh, God. And God said to him, then the Lord spoke and spoke out to Job out of the storm. He said, who is this? <laughs> Does he not realize Job? He's basically saying, who are you? Said, who is this to obstruct my plan? With words, with um, with words without knowledge. So you are just you are just talking. You have no you have no reality of who you are standing for. He now said, okay, <laughs> you want to talk, Abi? Let's have this conversation. He said, brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you have to give me answers. I can't see. Oh God! I just see. I just see people. I tell you, no, no. I, 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 I know who. I know who I am. Ah! Come on, phone, okay? Nobody said that Steve Joshua died last night. They call God Kabiosi or Seneca, son of God. See, I'm so sorry, I don't want to speak to Yoruba, but you know, Yoruba, the English is not, it's not, it's not. You know, there are some things in Yoruba you can never speak in English. You know, you can only try. You have only tried. Yeah, I know it's unquestionable God, but ah, see. <laughs> See, this is how it works in even the Queen of England. In the Yoruba tradition, I'm not saying now, you know, now, because I used to say to people, so I would say that I was talking to a group of people and they were saying that Yoruba culture. I said, the problem is that you don't understand Yoruba culture. You think you do. You're talking about, what you're talking about Yoruba culture is what you learned in the last, that has been happening in Yoruba culture in the last 50 years, 100 years. Is that culture? Said if you read the Yoruba culture itself, if you learn about it, like appreciate talk and deep call, see there are certain things that you don't say, hey, hey, no, this is this is this is Yoruba culture. Which one? I'm not talking about that, but you know, <laughs> he said now this is what, what, what I was saying is that. When a Yoruba, when an Oba, see, when you bring a case before an Oba in the Yoruba land, and I believe also here, the, everybody is debating the, the, um, the Olorus, the, sorry, no, Olorus, the, um, the people in the, in the chamber, the authorities and things like that. And once the king says, this is what I, the king can say, this is what I think. He said, this is what I think. Everybody bowed down and said, Kabiosu. That means nobody can ask you. The Yoruba culture would say, Google it. <laughs> Basically, a king does not give advice. Whatever comes out of his mouth is authority. So they don't. It's not a king. Does it is now that the king will sit and say, uh, and he say, oh, no, 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 we don't like it. 
Job feared God, but his understanding of fear was a corporation. And when things did not go the way he thought it should go, then he began to say, No, God understands what I'm going through. Because then you know, okay, let's have this conversation. But later, God healed him and brought everything back. But God just didn't want him to have a wrong understanding of who he is. Does this make sense? You know, Daddy shared a story some time ago. He was going through a lot of things. Then he went to the seaside and said, God, appear, show yourself. And he said he saw an angel stand before him. But the problem was that his feet was on the floor while he was praying. And he could not see the tide. It was already in the sky. As in, just here was in the sky. So he couldn't see the other side of the leg. You only saw one leg standing all the way. He left his Bible. <laughs> <laughs> see, all these are. Now, God, we are going to we are going to we are going to sweep it out tonight. Oh, <laughs> you know, see, that is why I said when Peter, when they saw Jesus at church, the Godism, they forgot about their problems. Everything disappeared. Because they saw Jesus in his mightiness. Said, ah, how would Peter not think about how where he's going to sleep? Because, <laughs> see, you know, uh, there was a woman also in our church there, Mamoju. She asked God that God, by one o'clock, I said one o'clock, two o'clock, I want to see you here. I have, I have a query for you. And God was saying, you know, okay, let's, maybe we should have this conversation. When God turned up in that house, I'm talking about if you know our Besson estate in Nigeria, it's a block of land. Yeah. He said that the house was shaking. <laughs> a woman of over 60 then ran downstairs. downstairs. Come on, conversation. I thought you want to have conversation. <laughs> Aaron saw this, he built 
an altar in front of the house and announced tomorrow there will be a feast to the Lord. Please note that this Lord is written in capital letters. Some translation will probably put small letter G there because they're trying to explain that. But when he was speaking, he was calling a calf, a priest, calling a calf, Lord. He said, so the next day the people arose early and sacrificed burnt offering, and sorry, a burnt offering and presented fellowship offering. Afterwards, um, he said, he said they went down and went to eat. Now, sorry, when you read the verse four, he said to them, he said, he said, this is the God that has brought you out of Egypt. Before you begin to think that Aaron is a bad person, what was happening was that they were worshiping God in the way they chose to. They were still calling him God. They were still talking about what he has done for them. But, but they chose to worship him in the way they thought was acceptable. Some people are still saying, no, they are still talking, speaking in tongues. However, what the God they are, the way they are, their perception of who he is, is different. Please note that he said, the Lord. Let's, I'm going to read, this is just me trying to expatiate for you to see what I'm talking about. Let's see, uh, let's slide please. Now that's verse 5. Now there is a Bible called the Orthodox Jewish Bible. So basically, you would be able to, especially when reading the whole Testament. Why I want to emphasize when Aaron was talking about the Lord, he wasn't talking to a lesser God. He wasn't talking, he was still referring to the Lord. Now, when you read the, 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 um, the, the, the Orthodox Jewish Bible, you would see them use the word Hashem. Now, Hashem, so Hashem, Hashem, you know, I'm not Jewish, but you, you know, what this means is that a Jewish man, they will not pronounce the name of God. They don't pronounce the name of God. They only pronounce it once and it's pronounced by the high priest. That is how, I'm trying to make you see how, how they reverence the name of God. Yet, with that reverence of the name of God, see, Asen simply means the name. That's what it is. That's what it means, the name. So they won't call the name of God, but they will just say the name. So you know what they're talking about. What I'm trying to say now, with that huge name, Aaron was calling a calf. That precious name that a Jewish man will not pronounce. Because they were fearing God according to the teachings of men. To walk, you know, you come and sing and just do whatever it is, you know. Because, because it is the teachings of men. You know, even as we hear now, I'll share this testimony with you. Even as we hear now, as we are here. As we're here, you know, there was one day we were, we were, we were leading, we were doing the service in here, 
and I was following some someone later on who was lived in the service afterwards, and the person said that you know, as I walked in, I saw a, the table of the altar, this table. I saw the table of the altar. Said if I can connect with the altar, I saw angels, wings, and things like that. Basically, something glorious. And the person was saying, okay, I'm trying to find out God. What is the meaning? I said, there's no meaning. It is caution. You know when you go to no smoking, caution, yeah. danger, that's what it means. Basically, what God is saying is that don't approach that altar thinking it's just a table. He said, our God is a consuming but I think people say, ah, hotel on low by no, it doesn't really matter. Ah. <laughs> See, I've seen certain things, I've, I've preferred certain things. If I'm right, I think I might be mixing it up, but it's a mix of thought. We went to Ethiopia to go and do service. Then I think some thieves of police or they took the money. They were talking about. Was it the money that was collected? So we're on the way. Was it thieves or, or policemen? Police. Policemen. So they took that money. Yeah, bribe policemen. Yes. And that was the money that was taken as offering. They took it. And they took it and they left. Of course, they were already ahead. By the time the car got to where they were again, they were just being killed by the team. Their bodies were on the floor. See, I am begging you by the mercies of God. See, all this attitude of God understanding. I beg you. See, this is why my wife knows me. She will cry in the middle of it. We will be, go, my Lord. Don't try this. I am telling you the truth. See, my experience about how loving and how fearful he is. There are some things you don't. I'm begging you by the message of God. See, one of the things, and one of the things I'm sharing is that when the church was about three or so, God called me in, in I never forget, it was in the room, and someone was in charge, and God said, please tell your people. He said, a time will come when they will begin to see my move. Do me doing this, doing that, and they will begin to take me for granted. At times, it is not, it is as easy as you just, you know, just turning up in church, you know, as if, well, you know, hello, me, you know, please, I'm not. Yes, you, call you for sure, you know, you just turn up. I said, God understands. See, that is why God said to them in Malachi, He said, What you are giving to me, go and give it to your bosses at home. Basically, what God is saying, the way you stand before me, can you, how dare you stand before me that way? Can you do that to your bosses? Go and Malachi. Trolling in or doing, um, is it, people don't understand. These are things. May God grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. See, 
There are so many things that see. There are so many teachings of men. Somebody called me one day. Somebody told me one said, "Ah, God said that we should have personal prayers for a couple of weeks and not on God. The personal prayers will be this is many, many, many years ago." But you see that personal prayers. Yeah, I was not even a pastor. But then personal prayers will be will be done on Sunday. So we said, okay, what kind of prayers? He said, I said, is it a whole day's prayer? I said, yes. People should pray. What? Teachings of men. Please show me one place in the Bible. Jesus did video. Did you read that in the Bible? He woke up early. But go to Luke chapter 4, verse 16. The Bible says here about Jesus. That's, he went to Nazareth where every, he said where, um, where he had been brought up. On the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue. As it was his custom, Jesus never had service that contradicts the time. The public service. It has never happened. The apostles, even though they were visiting each one at home, the Bible says that they, that is why they went to the beautiful gates. In Acts chapter, chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says that you know, on Sabbath day they went. Do you know that those that God were talking about that they were worshipping me with the teachings of men, they were feeling God in their midst? And God was basically saying, I'm not just You may think, and that's why I showed you things in the Bible. That's why the Bible made it say commandment. Do not. But somebody, you know, it is, I'm not saying maybe once or whatever, but when it's down, <laughs> and I'm, saying, I, I, I'm like, how is that possible? At times, it, it blows my mind. I just, I, at times, I just keep crying and say, yeah, 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 I get you, I get you, I get you. It's, but it's not scriptural. These are Hallelujah. Amen. Because as we go into the new year, just want you to, you know, as God keeps doing new things, his concern is that you don't take him for granted. And at times it is God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you know, and you will begin to see this also when you see, you know, when you see in, in the book of Hearts, I'm just going to just read this and just, just generally. You see, people start off with the fear of God as soon as things are good. But the day things don't go the way they expect God to do with a particular thing, then. So, let's read this scripture, you know, the Bible says um, in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, if you read, he um, said, um, chapter 4, verse 41, he said, then those, those who, who gladly received the word were baptized, and, they, and, and that day they were about 3,000, so they were all received the power of God, received the Holy Spirit, said, and they continued steadfastly in the doctrines, in the apostles' doctrine and the fellowship, and breaking bread and prayer. 
Now let's go on, please. Quickly. The Bible says, then the fear came on every soul, and, and, and many wonders, many wonders and signs were done through them. So they came to church. They were already baptized in the Holy Spirit, and people began to fear God as miracles were happening. Again, see the trend. All of a sudden, when you go to Acts chapter 4, you see that the Bible, so let's just go quickly before we go. He said, the Bible says that, verse 5 says that they, they sold their possession, everybody was dividing goods among themselves. So this was, it was a normal thing. People were fellowshipping. And you know, and things like that. And you will see that this is chapter 2. When you go to chapter 4, you will see again that, you know, the Bible we're talking about, people were brought down their food and they were distributing it. Everything was going on. Now, this is not prayer. This is not anything. This is people sharing their things together. But please note that the Bible says they were in the fear of God and they were sharing their things together. They were not dealing with God directly. Then chapter 5, you now see Ananias and Sapphiras. They now sold their things and kept some. Now, it wasn't the fact that they kept some. Because if they came to Peter, they said, we only sold this, but things are a bit hard. That's why what Peter said was, so this is not it's a, a teaching of giving. and say, you know, give them. No, 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 no. Peter said, why are you lying? So Peter did not say, why did you keep the money? He said, why are you lying? And what happened? The Bible says, and, and uh, 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 the Bible talks about here, and let's just go to verse 10. At, at that moment, he fell down at his feet. After Peter said, why are you lying? All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit came, struck her dead. And the Bible says, then the young men came in and finding her, they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Please look at verse 11. A great fear seized the whole church. So what happened before? They were, you know, if God became so common amongst them, miracles were happening every day. That was why Anas felt, you know, it's just one of those things. And immediately, it got struck. And the Bible says, let's read the piece. And the Bible says, the apostle passed many miracles. And the Bible says, the Bible says, no one else dared join them. Basically, the church was not preaching, you know, God is, you know, no, people heard about what God did. So when people, People were joining, they were joining with an understanding of who God is. But the Bible says, nevertheless, that did not stop people. But what do we do now? We, we downplay the fear of God for people to come in. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. People would say that, you know, I don't need to, you know, I'm, I, am, I am a Christian child, but I don't need to live in fear. You need to live in fear. That's what the Bible says. First Peter, as you just. Uh, the 
um, the Bible says, let us, I'm just going to read uh, verse 17. He says, um, he says, he says, since you are called on, uh, since you are called on a father who is the judge of each person, walk impartially, live, live your time out in this world as foreigners here in reverence fear. Why? Let's go on to the next verse, please. He said, for you know that, for, uh, for you know that it was not with perishable things, silver or gold, that you were, you were redeemed. So basically, what he's saying is that you were bought, some people say, I am bought by Christ. I don't know, no, the Bible says the very reason why you are bought by Christ is why you should live here. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, why is this important? You cannot worship God well, except you fail. Except you fail. You know, even Jesus, when the Bible was going to describe him, the Bible says that in, in, um, in, you know, the Bible says that in, in, in let me just go to a bit of benefit. You know, the Bible says, in, it says, it says, it says, the fear of the Lord has led to your life. What he says that when you fear God, one of the things you he will do for you that in the prayer you would you would you will stay long in the presence of God. That's why the Bible says uh, the fear of um, um, the fear of Lord is he said um, he said the fear of the Lord is clean; it endures forever. So if you want to endure in the presence of God, if you want to remain pure before Him, fear Him. The Bible talks about Jesus in, in Isaiah chapter um, chapter eleven. Is it eleven? Sorry, um, yeah. Isaiah chapter eleven. The Bible says that the Bible says it talks about the the, the, the seven spirits of God. And if you look at it, the Bible says that is the light, the delight of Christ. Verse three is the light is in the fear of God. Is the light is in the fear of God. Benefit of fearing God. The Bible says in Hebrews. I'm just rushing to Hebrews chapter. 5, verse 6 to 7. He says, as he says in another place, you are a priest. So Jesus is a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. So the Bible says, in his days of the flesh, when he offered up prayers, supplication, with vehement cry. So he was crying, God, help me. And the Bible says, with tears, who was, to whom who was able to save him? Please, if you read the part I put in red, it was hard because of his fear. His tears did not move God. What moved God was his fear. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, as we just draw this to a close, Romans chapter 1, 19 to, Romans chapter 1, 19 to, uh, it says, since, it says, it says, since what they did, uh, since what they did know about God is made plain to them. Because God had 
because God had made plain to them for since creation of this world, the invisible qualities, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what is made, so that no man will be without excuse. For although they knew God, neither did, he, did they glorify him as God. And the Bible says, for their thinking became fruitful and foolish. Say, although they claimed to be wise, they became fool. The Bible says they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images or, or, or look like human beings and gods and things like that. He said, therefore, God gave them over to their sinful desires. Have you ever said, you know what? God has a personal dealt with me in that regard. At times, what he's done is handed you over. I have had God say to me, at this stage, hand is over. These are things you don't hear, but it's written in, in the scriptures. This is New Testament. Said so because they are not dealing with him as God. Say, so you know what? He just left them and said, you know, yeah, 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 you'll, you'll be okay. And that's when we, they'll be doing something like this. I have this peace inside of me. Because what has happened? He's left them over. Basically, I'm not going to be chasing you around. This is difficult, but this is the balance of scripture. This is the balance of scripture. Please, don't, there are some things that, okay, like there was a day when, many, many years ago, I was in uni then, and something happened, I did a couple of things, and I got result out of it. I didn't know it was in the Bible. So one day, I was reading the Bible at home in Lagos. So I was reading the Bible, and I said, ah, this thing is not the Bible. I knew what God said, God said, it is not my responsibility to read the Bible. It is yours. See, I don't know. At times, I think I've shared this with a couple of people also. That at times when I see people, at times, at times I am I feel bad because I'm like, God, why did you also give me this kind of opportunity? <laughs> One thing, no, we don't do wrong. You know, when they say no, no, let that go. That I woke up, I ran. See, he's always like that. See, there was this, there was this man, he's always dressed in white. Old man. He said, Babo. So when I used to see that there is a king, it's always when he said, Do this. Say, you know, I'm going, we are still, we're still on it. We're still on it. We're still going out. Come in. <laughs> see, when you are when you are so accustomed to something, that when you see somebody cite somebody in your dream. You literally wrong. Because <laughs> there are times where I have an analysis. He said, come on, honestly, in the dream, I said, not this time. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. Not this time. I have had. And I see some people and they go, I'm like, ah, is it this? There was a day when I, called, I, was, I was in Lagos. I, I was washing, I was, I think I was lying down in the church. 
and I heard God say to me, he said, the sun is covered by the ozone layer. That's why you're not feeling the heat of it. He said, but the sun is still as hot as heaven. He said, the grace you have before me is Christ. I am still the same God that consumed people in the Old Testament. Behave yourself. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Just gonna read just a couple of scriptures because at times people go, you know, Psalm 50, verse 21. Jesus said, When you did these things, I was I was and and I kept silent. You thought that because I was silent over an issue, you thought I was, yeah, it's okay. He said, but now. I will arrange before I will, I will, I will, I will now arrange you and set my accusations before you. First Timothy. Now this is Paul. This is for those who think that's Old Testament. This is Paul talking to Timothy. And he said, the sins of some are obvious. He said, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. But the sins of, of others are behind them. See, it is better to be at the fourth one that you got this with a particular issue now than just to allow you and the sin is following that person until he shows up in the kingdom of God. And God said, yes, welcome. So at times when you feel that you're getting away with certain things, it is not because the judgment of God is not on it. At times it is also God giving you time to repent. So when you worship God, please understand who you are standing before. When we gather, honor. When the word says, sit here, don't say, what do you mean? I know we don't do that here, Paul. See, there are basic things that Okay, let me give you. Let me share it this way. Exodus says that God said, "Anoint everything in the tabernacle, including the chairs." He said, "Anoint them." Say anything that touches them will become holy. So that means the chair. What does that mean? The anointing of God is even on those chairs. Read Exodus. He said, "I bought this chair." The day you brought that chair through that door, that's when your name left it. That was the time when, again, I should not be offended. My wife was complaining about something. 
And she was talking to me about, about, about I'm saying this so that you would know that say, I'm not telling you what I don't live by. She said, ah, I don't support what is going on in that place, so I am not going to give my dad. I said, how dare you? I said, did you know the scriptures? That the person that collects it, this is just an opening. I said to somebody when that person said, you will lose your home. I said, except the Lord builds a house, those that build it, build it. I said, I will not. His house in your way. Because the day I disrespect his house, how am I going to turn to him to save my house? Does that make sense? It was difficult. Ah, it was difficult. And we are still in progress. Every one of us. Amen. Please. So ask me, even the little things that you think it doesn't matter. See, okay, I'll hand it this way. When a king, even in this country, for you to understand how kingdom works, when a king takes his staff, a stick, takes it to when they bring the staff of the king here, everybody stands up. Although what you are seeing is a staff. That is why in the CRS world, when the cross is coming through, everybody stands up. But now, Stand up, not to say that I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just weak. Ah. But if you that you say you're weak, and this is a test for you, if your, if Oprah Winfrey walks in through that door, you will stand up and want to look with that same leg that you said was pain. That's how God judges. Or somebody is actually craving and you know, and as long as when that your high door walks in through that door, please, in the things of God, there was a day when somebody came to meet me and was telling me certain things. I asked him for advice on certain things, and I spoke and I left. When I talked to God, said, You have advised the person. Yeah, but why would somebody be lying to you? He said, it's, it's... See, for you to know, I am the least in this church. I'm, and I'm trying to make a sense, drive a sense home to you. There was a day, somebody came to meet me and said, I want to know if I'm to marry somebody. You know how? You know, and I sat down, I was like, is he a Christian? Is the is the is and I went to Bible. I knew in my mind, person was like, I'm making you a lower wind. 
<laughs> you are here telling me this is and in my mind. I just said, you know what? Okay, don't worry, make us pray. And we prayed. And the person went home on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Sorry, on maybe on Saturday. She was going to church on Sunday. She had a dream. And somebody came to call her and said, Come. And brought her to the church. Sat and said, You had to buy this question about this and this and this. This person, you should not marry this person. This is the reason why this is the reason. Any other question? Said, and he took her by hand and turned her down. I am conscious to the prayer that God said that. I am not the one sitting down because that day, as soon as she spoke to me, I knew that she was not satisfied. I said, God, man, you see that I can't see uh, by the new one. I just, you know, you, you take it from here. That's what I said. At times, God would test you to see how you respond to something. There was a day that somebody was going to lead service in this church. The person has been fasting or whatever, you know, doing all those kind of things. So, when that person came in, the person came in to, to, to church and as they walked in, he said, ah, they took the, actually I said, you are not giving the service to me, this person is the service. And I walked away. That person said something and I could hear it. That person has been waiting for their papers. And that is the thing that they have been praying to God for, apparently on the altar. Person said, ah, if pastor said that I should not leave the Sabbath, then that means my papers are not been released. That week, the paper that has been stuck in your office, that week is working out. They are saying, ah, this is what I am saying. You have missed your opportunity. Let me tell you, for you to be clear, I did not know. I just see what happened that there was a boy that has been sorry, it's not a boy, a man that has been disturbing me. I want to do this, I want to do it. And I said, okay, and you have been doing service all this. I just said, and I was actually in a rush. So it wasn't that I'm not doing it because God led me to do it. But what God just honored was the fact that you be God. At times, Elumiti called Wolong. And the sad thing as a pastor, when I'm pastor, I'm your pastor, as somebody who has the heart of a pastoral thing, at times that I can see God dealing with somebody, and that person says things that God is pleased with do. There's a time when I have to talk to God, when I say, God, please, can you stop speaking to this person? Because this person thinks. Then what is the benefit? Because Surely you are hungry. Why? Because God deals in principles. So you may have a principle with God of prosperity, you may be giving, and that principle will keep giving for you, but that does not mean God is happy. Because He's working on principles. There are other non believers who give, and as a result, they get blessed. That does not mean God is happy with them. But they were working on the principle. That is why it's, it's challenging at times when the church only teaches principles and not the heart of God. You can be speaking in tongues and God behind you. Because you are not taught the heart, you are taught principles. 
And so please, as we go into this eight year, see, we saw, why am I telling you this? Because what God would normally do, and that's what you saw the, uh, the apostles, they started us speaking in tongues, miracles were happening, but people forget. That's why God would say, teach the fear of God. Keep teaching them, because as human beings, every one of us, including me, you are vulnerable to get so used and you just let us know. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.